Podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, and we're not related. And this is a show for curious people who want to hear about a variety of topics out there in the world, from food to fetishes, celebrities to unsung heroes, from things you think you know to things you didn't know you needed to know. Uh, can you explain? We did a new intro, so does that mean I? What do I do? So, Marissa, how are you doing? Oh, we just jump right in like that? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like it. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Uh, sorry, guys. Now with our new intro, we go right into how are you doing at <laughs> cut off guard. Um, I'm okay. Um, Did you get snow? Yeah, we got snow. I mean, nothing exciting. I work from home, so, like, nothing affects me. <laughs> Nothing affects me at all. Uh, Y'all got the plague down there? (laughs) What? Y'all got the plague? Yeah, but I don't go outside. I'd be fine. Um, Yeah, I think there's any. You guys, okay, by next week I'll be used to this new intro. This week, not used to it. Uh, All I can say is I'm okay. I bought myself. Ooh, Pete, Target has. A box of chocolates, but they're miniature chocolates, so you can eat six of them <laughs> in a serving size, and it is perhaps the greatest thing to happen to me. <laughs> yeah, and, and no Ooh. sugar. No, but they're so tiny that I could eat like three, and my sugar's like totally fine. Nice. So uh, I'm already celebrating Valentine's Day, <laughs> and. Listen, if it's anything like me and the Halloween Oreos, make sure you go out and buy a bunch of them now. Because they yeah. might not be there later. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I've never seen these. They're like the fancy chocolates, but but miniature. I've never seen this before. So, yeah, I've just been eating chocolates. I've been playing a lot of video games. Um, I've been my second video game in like... Oh, so you're in college. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I still work. I clean our house a little bit. I may I become a, a fucking productive adult, and then I just don't give a shit anymore. And I just play video games like for a long time. Yeah, and I beat I beat Mario Wonder. Um, and uh, now I'm playing Spiral of the Dragon, and uh, that's it. I'm I'm fine, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, everyone just. Stop caring and just play video games. <laughs> It'll make your life way better. Yeah. I'm not really big into video games, though. I mean, yeah, if you like video games. I could play phone will... games, though, for hours. <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck are phone games? I forgot a game on your phone. I thought it was, like, <laughs> games you play with people. I Like, never mind. Yeah. Just imagine the different ways that could mean something. Uh, but, yeah, um... My husband has been on call many times, like more than is normal in the past few days. And once he was at work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and I'm just always fucking playing video games when he comes home. <laughs> you know what? He doesn't seem like he cares. And I'm blessed. <laughs> anyway, how are you? <laughs> 
I'm okay. You ever have, like, I had a day that was okay. There was so much work to be done. And only one person answering questions. Me. Okay, yeah. We know how that goes. And, uh, and then at the end of the day, I went to record a video, but it recorded the wrong screen, so it didn't have anything that I needed in it. And I was just like, today sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. Why did I get out of bed? <laughs> and it was a thing that I can't do again unless I start another whole email account. So I was like, I think I'm just not going to do this. But um, yeah, so that was my day today. So um, that's how you are? Okay. The, surprise, surprise to me. We had Martin Luther King Jr. Day off. Nice. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. I know a lot of people, I don't know about your school, but I just noticed like uh, some people just stopped giving it off and made it a floating holiday, which I didn't really like. Yeah. That's like half-assing it. I mean, I also had a job that didn't give it to us off, but that job also didn't give us any days off. And I once had to plead my case as to why I deserved New Year- Christmas Eve off. <laughs> And I had to explain that it had cultural significance. Yeah. That was a fun time. Well, this Uh, particular place um, used to not give it to us off. They would start the semester on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. even more fucked up. What's worse is that then they would break the schedule in half. They would move all the morning classes up, all the afternoon classes back or down. Like time-wise. And then in the middle of the day, they would have a special ceremony to celebrate Martin Luther King that Jr. Is day. <laughs> so dumb. I want to kill. So students were showing up for like their two o'clock classes and it was really like their, you know, the whole entire wrong group of people were in there. It was a nightmare. It was stupid. What a fucking mess. What a bunch of idiots. Yep. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I had a comforter. I think that's the right word. The big one. Yes. Okay. I had a comforter. And cut to the chase. I have a big fluffy comforter now. Wow. Someone decided to say that so many times. Brag much? I don't want to leave my bed. (laughs) Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Except I I have to leave my bed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Just get a really uncomfortable bed, and it'll make you be so excited to start your day. I had a... I didn't have one at all, and then my mom gave me one from home. Then she got a new one, and she was like, this is unwieldy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'll trade you. So that I gave her the old one back, and I took this one, and I'm like, oh, this is lovely. So... Did she always... Did she actually say those words? Yes. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so big, I can't, I can't maneuver. <laughs> I love Pete's mom. She probably said it like with that delivery, like she's like mad. She does this like choppy delivery, like it's so big. I can't, like I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I like it. And she's also obsessed with washing things, and so she was like, I can't wash something this big in my in my washing machine. And I was like, you I'll take it. She's like, how are you going to wash it? I was like, I just won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I remember, this is a really gross story. And 
but I remember when I used to um, stay at Aaron's house on weekends, I would break into rashes every so often. But, like, I'm not allergic to, like, fabric softener or detergent or, or like... Marissa's uh, intolerances come out in different ways. Yeah. (laughs) Often emotional and internal. (laughs) So I don't don't know what was happening. I mean, I am allergic to, like, dust mice, but just, like, to, to sneeze. I don't get, like, rashes. Anyway, I was like, can you wash your comforter? And he was like... Oh, I have to like take it to the basement. None of our washing machines fit it. Oh, I gotta get quarters. So it was this whole to do. I don't think he had washed it for years. Anyway, I still got rashes afterwards. So, so that's the end of the story. That was just say like, <laughs> no, that's not the end of the story. I'm sorry. That's the part of the story that relates to yours and that it was such a big deal that I asked him to wash it. But the end of the story is that the other day I was just thinking about it. I don't know why. And I was like, you know what? I'm allergic to cockroaches. (laughs) And his apartment had a roach problem. I wonder if I was just getting rashes from roaches. (laughs) Which is fucking disgusting. So, that's it. Let's take a a call, Marissa. Okay. (laughs) Listener mail. Hi, this is Alex. I'm calling in about Nathan Fielder. I am not quite sure what to make of him. I watched um, Nathan for You in uh, a kind of a flurry a couple years ago, and I found it to be really hilarious. But also something that kind of got to me about it was, like, his social awkwardness and um, difficulty, like, understanding or reading people, relating to people, that I kind of found relatable. Um, that, I mean, like, I, I think people find me to be nice to get along with, but I do, like, miss some social cues, for example, and that could be difficult for me. Me too. And I guess, like, I kind of went from feeling like, here's this guy who I relate to and it's interesting to see him being on screen, to feeling like the way in which he played that as a character was kind of appropriative, and that made me feel uncomfortable. Um, also, like, I go back and forth on whether the people on the show who he gets dragged into these, like, ridiculous schemes... Um, like, how much is it that he's, like, really manipulating them and, uh, you know, like, that that's kind of gross and, like, taking advantage of them to be able to make TV entertainment versus, like, well, he's filming in L.A. and a lot of people in L.A. are there because they want to be on TV and they'll do ridiculous things to get on there. See, for example, the Bill Gates impersonator who winds up being in the gigantic final episode of the series, which is a real departure from the rest of everything else. So I'm not sure how I feel about Nathan Fielder, um, but I found the show very entertaining, at least. Um, I would like to plug What is Nathan Fielder, a YouTube video by Super Eyepatch Wolf, where he does a real deep dive on, like, how real is Nathan Fielder, to what extent is the Nathan Fielder that we, like, see on, not necessarily the shows, but, like, you know, if he does an interview or something, how much is that a real person? Um, that kind of thing. And, like, what is the deal with his oeuvre and so on? Why don't you check it out and, and maybe we can chat about it sometime? Uh, yeah, like, if you could watch it and then you could discuss it on the show, I would really like to hear your thoughts. All right, thanks. Bye. Thanks, Alex. That's a good recommendation. I'll check it out. Um, that's an interesting take. So I have read, and I just, I want to believe this because I feel like it'd be really hard to play the character he plays if he had no connection to it. 
but I've heard him say that it is just like a heightened version of himself. Because, mm-hmm. but I, I understand. I guess the take of it could be appropriate, if, like if he's just trying to like act like that. But I, I like to imagine it's grounded in who he really is, so it doesn't offend me that much. Not well, not that you said you're offended by it. It makes you uncomfortable. But I do feel like there's something to be said where if you were like, I'm Italian. And so I'm going to talk like this and, uh, you know, like to take it to the extreme where you go like, now you're just a caricature of like. Yeah, yeah. No. And that's, yeah. So that is interesting. But I wasn't going to say like, ooh, 100% Nathan does no wrong. I will say I, and I'm, I'm all in on Nathan Fielder 100% now that I saw the curse, uh, which. I thought it was going to take me out of being all in, but by the end, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll, I'll go to the end of the earth for this man. That said, I don't think I can watch Nathan for you these days. Back in the day, I also found it hilarious, but the older I get, the more sensitive I am to people looking foolish or people taking advantage of them. And I also don't know like what exactly is happening in that show, and it makes me feel too uncomfortable. Yeah. So... I get it both. I get it all, but I love Nathan Fielder. And I'm not saying he's, yeah, with, without, I'm not saying you can't critique what he's doing, but man, we're all talking about it, aren't we? He's shit. <laughs> what a mysterious man. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's like, do you think it's rooted in reality Ooh, to an extent? A I lot? Would, not a lot? Sometimes I stare off at nothing. Um, a, a lot of times when Marissa asks me questions when we're in face-to-face. But, <laughs> but I was going to tell you, um, they recently had an article, It and the title was, Joe Para knows that you think he's faking it. Yeah. And uh, it was the same idea with, you know, like... Is Joe Para actually, you know, the character that he plays on stage or something like that? I mean, like that, that one I just gave up even speculating. Nathan Fielder, I could speculate. Joe Para, I don't know what any where anything starts and ends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do do what what did they decide? I didn't read it. I opened oh. it and then I had to restart <laughs> my computer. I lost it. I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think there's a part of me that so once in a while if I don't have anything going on yeah I'll put on like a comedy central channel on one of these free streaming sites you know apps and Nathan for you will come on and I'll watch it and I'll just be like there's no way that this is actually real (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I can't remember any specifics right now but some of them are just like so dumb if you brought him in to improve your business and his idea was, you know, to just like give one of them is, I think to give people money yeah, to come into your store. And it's like that anyway, but I think, yeah, he does probably play it up. Um, or, or he was like an awkward kid growing up and he can channel that somehow. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I will say, Alex, I also, I don't know. Alex, have you seen the rehearsal? For me, that was a bit of a change because in the rehearsal, he is actively uh, manipulating people. 
Yeah. And it's it hits a lot different. <laughs> yeah, that one's whoa. <laughs> um, that one you feel really conflicted. It, yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, yeah, you should at least watch an episode of that, Alex. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll give a look at, at what you mentioned. I just Alex saying that he misses social cues just reminded me. God, it just reminds me. I don't know that I would classify. I don't know if I would classify it as missing social cues, but I like. I don't miss them, but like I'm so crippled by anxiety that I just act inappropriately, <laughs> which I think is slightly different, and. Did I tell you the other day? I feel like I did, where I was like walking by these two maintenance men that had literally helped me a, less than 24 hours ago. I might have said this. Stop me if I said it already to you. But like they were like, so. they were like, like feet away from me. I was walking by them, but they were like not completely facing me. Mm-hmm. But they were facing me enough that I should have said hello. But I was like, I don't know. Well, if I say hi, and they don't see it and then people see me saying hi and then they're like oh she said hi they didn't say hi back so I walked so fucking close to them and chose to look straight ahead and pretend I didn't see them but it was like I could touch them now you're so a snooty bitch so fucking weird <laughs> that I did that so um just Alex saying that reminded me and then after I was like why the fuck was that what I chose? That was the wrong choice. Because now I'm going to see them again. And I seem like a bitch. So I'm just... just Alex just reminded me that I have social problems. And I, I think I do too. People think that I'm very friendly and stuff. And people seem to have a high opinion of me. But I'm like, uh, one-on-one, let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to make a mess. But the other thing that I do... <laughs> is I sometimes choose to ignore social cues. <laughs> you know, Alex sometimes misses them. You sometimes choose to ignore. I My life is dictated by I can't be embarrassed for one moment, so I yeah. make the wrong choices a lot, yeah. Um, That's why I stopped going to work. Like, <laughs> and like, I can't work outside of my home. If somebody comes in to work in the morning and they go oh my god my day was crazy yesterday I'm not going to ask any follow up questions <laughs> and I know I'm supposed to but I don't want to hear it <laughs> so anyway yeah. I think I mentioned this before but I was in the elevator with a director and she started making small talk and I just looked at her <laughs> Really, I'm really bad with small talk yeah no I didn't respond at all I didn't even say I'm bad with small talk. I just never responded. Then I left the elevator. And when people that talk about the weather, stuff. I get really interested in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Icebreaker. We're still in January. Yep. Sometimes I feel like I don't say words right. I used to. We're still in January. That's why. (laughs) That's what I thought I said. Uh, No, you said it right. We're still in January. So, Marissa, for 2024, describe a trend that you would like to see catch on in any facet of culture. I want Scott to come back. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've been thinking about this a lot lately. That's all. It's self-explanatory. I want that to come back. Why? Because I miss it. It's well, fun. you can play it anytime you want. Yeah, but I want it to come back. I want to be able to go to a ska show. I want to hear ska. It's a slippery want... slope. Nope. Yep, because nope. swing's going to come back after that. No, I don't want swing to come back. <laughs> Optionally, uh, if you feel like you have to say more, um, what is a trend that you would like to see go? I don't even like care, but it's annoying because I'm like, it's not that deep. <laughs> Shut up with your water bottle. <laughs> I did a whole fucking episode about it, and I don't even remember what I said or why. But and I love this lady. My one of my favorite waitresses at this place we go to every single Wednesday was saying, "Oh shit, today's Wednesday." Anyway, sorry, that doesn't matter. Uh, at my favorite restaurant, uh, she was saying how she didn't get what she wanted for Christmas. She wished she would just get a Stanley water bottle. And I was like, wow, that must be so fancy. So I Googled it, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just a fucking water bottle with a straw in it. Which, by the way, why does anyone want a straw in their water bottle? They're like impossible to clean and gross. I don't understand water bottles with straws. Also, if you're not like me and you're a person who cares about wrinkles, drinking out of a straw will give you mouth wrinkles, according <laughs> to my mother. <laughs> but anyway, I just, and I, anyway, I looked at the water bottle she wanted, and it's like $45. Which I know there are far more expensive water bottles, but who cares? Mm -hmm. Who fucking cares? Also, I was listening to a podcast about how the reason we all drink so much fucking water is because of Gatorade propaganda. And we're all pressured to drink more water than we really need to. So just shut up, everyone, about your water bottles. Calm down. It's not that deep. Just fucking just get a cheap water bottle. Who cares? None of it is that. How could it be so good? How could it be so? What could they bring to the table? I know I did an episode about it. I don't even remember what I said. So what I what what affects me personally is that a lot of students where I work will have like their water bottle on a carabiner attached to their bag. So when they walk, it's like ting 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 ting, or they'll have like their keys somewhere near it, or anything actually on the bag will hit it. and occasionally I'll find myself drinking out of my, um, what is it, vacuum-sealed cup thing. Yeah. And the straw hits the side and I hear the noise and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I'm, I'm pro-water. I drink lots of water. Um, and I'm also pro, you know, that's good that you're not doing single-use plastics. But, like, why are they so expensive? And who? And why is it, like, trendy? I don't look mm-hmm. at something and go, whoa. Look how cool you are with your water bottle. So, like, let's, I don't know, just stupid. That is me just being ordering and I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, like, hate it, but it's just, like, it's stupid. I think you hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Like, care about other things. (laughs) Like, get cool earrings. Wear really cool pants. Budget, take that money for your Stanley water bottle and buy a really cool pair of shoes. Water bottles are not fashion care more about fashion well okay how about you i would like to see i didn't have an answer for this 
I want to see uh, like a sharp increase in like bionics. <laughs> like people what? getting chips put in their heads and shit. Why? I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> okay. So you don't really mean that, do you? No. You don't know if you mean that? I mean, like, if it happened, I would sit back and go, huh, ha <laughs> that's weird. But, yeah. uh... <laughs> okay. It's not like I'm going to partake in it at all, like yeah. you with Ska, but, yeah. uh... Oh, I'll partake the fuck out of Ska. Yeah. It'd be Some funny of the best if, shows in my if, life were Ska shows. What? If I wanted, uh, like, rock rap to come back... Fuck you. ...and fight... Your ska. <laughs> we know who would win. Not yours. Gross. Well, the ones with brass. <laughs> uh, um, oh, do you want to talk about one you want to go? No. Okay, we'll move on, Pete. <laughs> Did you know that the third Monday in January is supposedly, well, not supposedly, it is coined Blue Monday. Have you heard of Blue Monday? So I just want to let everybody know, Marissa's doing the third Monday in January. And you might be thinking to yourself, wow, did she just look up on a calendar? What should I do today? No, it's not the third Monday in January. But I want you to know that that's where I'm at with show topics. <laughs> no, excuse me. So let me know if there's no. anything you'd like us to cover. <laughs> 570 pod one I want you to know that it's not what happened. Somebody mentioned Blue Monday, and I don't remember what the context was. And then I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I have heard that term. But I don't know what that is. And then I knew Blue Monday was coming, and then it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then I was like, let me talk about Blue Monday. So, fuck you for thinking that's what happened. Do you not know what Blue Monday but, is? What? But even if it didn't happen, that's going to happen to me next week. <laughs> so. Okay. So blue Monday. It. Let's see. Um, blue Monday. That's a song, right? Yeah. So and also, um, is it related to police? No. Is it related to Smurfs? No. Is it related to the sky? No. You. Know, I mean, in a in an indirect way. Is it related to the ocean? No. All right. No, it's a very indirect way that's related to this guy. Okay, you're out of guesses. Uh, the third Monday in January every year is Blue Monday, which is suggested to be the most depressing How day of the does year. does it feel? Yeah, I forgot what Blue Monday was. Is that is that the song Blue Monday? You think that's why they, yeah. You think uh, that's why they that. named it that? Yeah, so I think it is. Now that I knew what Blue, now that I know what Blue Monday is, it, it seems... Like, there's a link there. But, yeah, I'd heard it before. didn't know what it was. So I found this out before, quote, unquote, Blue Monday. And coincidentally, though I don't think – I think this just happened naturally because when I get off my period, I go into a deep depression. And that happened to coincide with Blue Monday. I was so violently depressed <laughs> on Blue Monday that I woke up, worked, and then just went to sleep because I gave up on the day. So I was like, oh my god, is it true? Is Blue Monday real? <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't heard of it, it's supposed to be the most depressing day of the year, which is supposedly due to a combo of things like bad weather, the end of the holidays, 
like financial woes if you've spent too much on Christmas. And uh, around that time, a lot of people just give up on their New Year's resolutions. Wow. So uh, Blue Monday is not just something that like someone made totally randomly. Uh, it's a term that was coined in 2004 by Cliff Arnold. A oh, psychologist. Cliff. Yeah, a psychologist and motivational speaker who actually developed a formula to come to this conclusion. Um, yeah, were you, were you any set? Was there any extra sadness this Monday that you noted this past month? Uh, this will have, of course, passed when this comes out. I mean, it already passed, but, uh, I'm talking about Monday, which was, this is two days after Blue Monday. So Pete, I was just getting off my, I was just getting off my period. Um, but yep. I was surprised to find out that I had the day off. So that was kind of like a good thing, but Ooh, also okay. I had the weekend off too. And I was kind of running out of stuff to do. But I had a pretty productive Monday. Good. Despite coming off your period, good for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I will say I do feel bad that it coincided with Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So in the midst of my sadness, I did ask Are you talking about the holiday or your period? (laughs) No, the holiday. Okay, okay. In the midst of the sadness, I ask myself, like, you know, is is there anything to Blue Monday being more depressing than the other days? So it should come as no surprise that officially, no, uh, this is not a real and scientific thing. Uh, but Arnold's calculation, oh, yeah, Arnold's calculation has been just straight up rejected by the scientific and academic community. <laughs> uh, but this is... In part due to the origins of the day. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll which, judge when we hear the equation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like Arnold wanted to discover the most depressing day of the year as a public service or anything. Uh, he unfortunately did it for marketing purposes. Um, apparently, Arnold was approached by the British travel company Sky Travel, which is why I told you it was indirectly linked to mm. the sky, uh, to come up with a formula to determine the year's most depressing day. And then he did. I don't know why they chose Arnold specifically, but so he did. Arnold literally developed some scientific-esque formula. Uh, and because I'm bad at science and math, I don't know how I'm supposed to read this. There better be, like, there better be suicide factored in here somehow. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. okay. So I'm going to read it the way it looks to me. I mean, you can look it up. I don't know how to read a math equation out loud, but it looks like W plus big D minus little d times (laughs) TQ divided by M times NA. In this equation, W stands for the weather. D Big D is your debt. Little d is your monthly salary. T for the time since Christmas occurred. Q for the time since you failed quitting something you presumably attempted to quit as a New Year's resolution. M for low motivational levels and NA for the need to take action. Cool. That's very convoluted. How do you Um, quantify the need to take action? I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So, once this formula was created and the most... I went and I couldn't help it. I googled Blue Monday cards, and there's a card that says, "If on Monday your mood is a little black and blue, 
you have the rest of the week to see you through. Oh, God. That's like, that would make me kill myself. (laughs) Yeah, that would do. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, So once the formula was created and the most depressing day was determined by that formula, Blue Monday then became a centerpiece of the Sky Travel advertising campaign, with the concept first being published in a 2005 press release designed specifically to encourage holiday bookings that could, you know, suggested by the company, alleviate some of the inevitable Blue Monday sadness. Um, so I will say that I assumed you had heard of Blue Monday going into this. So I feel like I'm just telling you information about something you didn't know existed, and so it no, doesn't matter. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, So Craig Jackson, a professor of occupational health psychology at Birmingham City University in England, says the ethics of dubbing a day, quote, Blue Monday are questionable at best. You know what? Maybe British people would know what Blue Monday was a little better. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, quote, the winter blues are a natural response to the Christmas break and festivities ending. But pathologizing such normal feelings into some form of acute depression like Blue Monday is wrong. There is no credible research evidence to show that Blue Monday is more depressing than any other day (laughs) or even the most depressing day of the year. Can you digressing? If you don't mind, would you mind who asked him to put this together? Guy Travel. Sky travel. Mm-hmm. Huh. Stupid. Okay. Why did They're they smart. want it? Oh, I told you they use it in a campaign like the most depressing day of the year is coming up. Why don't you book Oh, that's travel stupid. Time? Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I was looking for Blue Monday cards. <laughs> oh. What do you think I'm not now. Be, what do you think would be um, the saddest time of the year? I would say end of January, early February probably. I don't know what actually is, but the, I would feel the further you are from holidays. Also, Valentine's Day makes people depressed. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just so fucking snowy and there's no holiday. Honestly, yeah, I could certainly see January being a reasonable period. Because um, it's a new year and you celebrate it, but then you woke up the next day and realized it's just the same shit all over again. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then you have to go back to work and you have to like return gifts and yeah like you said valentine's day is coming up so you're either annoyed with what you have to do for somebody else or you're sad that nobody's doing anything for you <laughs> yeah um it's cold I, not to be cliche but if you do like chocolate just fucking buy a whole bunch and don't feel sorry for yourself and just just feel so excited that that is the day that like the holiday gives you a pass <laughs> Because, yeah, I had my big-ass box of chocolates, and I was telling this is digressing. I was just like, oh, man, this box of chocolates is so good. And he was like, why'd you buy yourself something for Valentine's Day? And I was just like, just this for me, okay? <laughs> just to leave me With alone. With chocolate all over her face. <laughs> like, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> I was like, I miss the thing I used to do when I was single. <laughs> anyway, going back, to answer your question, Pete, Markers of public health, such as mortality, the amount of sick days people take from work, or estimates of suicidal deaths or attempts, show literally no increase on or around the third Monday of January compared to other days in January. So, no, there's Because no every day is sad. 
Yeah. It's blue every day. Mm. Blue lives Wait. matter. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Jackson says that's a good. Oh. That's a good <laughs> slogan for suicide prevention. Just want to put that out there. When, if you want to start the campaign, actually, I'll yeah, take a shirt. <laughs> I like it. No, because then everyone's gonna think we're. Let's not get into this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jackson goes on to say that quote: "The only way this date can be seen as more depressing than others." is due to the mainstream media telling people it is Blue Monday, and so a self-fulfilling prophecy effect may occur, which I think... Is not a not a problem, because <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah, okay. The Again, mainstream I had, media. <laughs> I had, and I was mindful of it on Blue Monday, and I was like, oh man, is this why I'm extra depressed? And then I told, in case listeners I haven't told you, me and two other people are in a club we call Depression Club, and I texted them all, and I said, hey, it's Blue Monday, the most depressing day of the year. So they probably, you know, went deeper in their depression after I told them. Yeah. You anyway, gave them permission. Yeah. Good. I'm, they deserve it. <laughs> anyway, all of this said, Jackson did note that the winter months can play a role in a... Uh, Elevating feelings of depression or anxiety, which if you have seasonal affective disorder, you don't need me to tell you. Seasonal affective disorder, sometimes referred to as winter depression, is a phenomenon I know all too well that affects somewhere between, this is so fucking sloppy, 1% to 10% of people, depending on the survey. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, still, that's great. not a lot, right? I, I would have thought it was more. I would say it at least has to be 10%. I know at least three people who suffer from it, which is a lot to me. I don't know three people with other shit. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know three people with other shit. I know what I meant. I don't need to explain myself You know to more you. than three Hispanic people. <laughs> you know, probably know more than three people who like to read. What I said with like, other shit, I meant something specific. You're supposed to be on the same wavelength, okay? Shut up. <laughs> and if you're char, you live a charmed life and don't know seasonal uh, seasonal affective disorder is a form of depression with symptoms that can be mild to severe, occurring mostly just during the winter months, basically caused by lack of natural sunlight and uh. Apparently, like, reduced activity and reduced leisure time due to shorter and colder days. Like me, if you leave your house with the day for <laughs> about two minutes, it really gets bad. Anyway, moving on. Critics of Arnold's formula, of which there are many, have even gone so far as to suggest that the term Blue Monday can be potentially damaging to people's well-being. Uh, it is certainly ethically dubious to use a gimmick to hoodwink a population into believing they are almost destined to feel unhappy when they need not to, Jackson said. What's worse is that the notion of Blue Monday can be misleading for people who struggle with mental health and suicidal thoughts, mm -hmm. who may mistakenly think that they are predestined to feel blue specifically on that day or to assume they'll feel better once they make it through Blue Monday. I feel like, though, if you talk about seasonal affective disorder, you're kind of doing the same thing. 
you're giving you people permission to be depressed all winter. Ooh, Pete coming with the truth bomb. And all this said, it's not even clear how successful the whole Blue Monday gimmick was in drumming up more business for Sky Travel. Why? Because they're no longer in business. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole Blue Monday thing, yeah, it seemed to have outlived the company itself. At least to me. Pete didn't know what Blue Monday was, but I did. Um, On the complete flip side, uh, at the end of this, I just want to let you know that it's worth mentioning that Arnold... The man behind the Blue Monday formula uh, did not just create a depression formula. He also used a formula to determine the most, the, the happiest day of the year, which is called Yellow Day. That is something I've never heard of ever. I'm, I don't even know if that caught on in the UK, but. I've heard um, about it in the internet forums. What? Yeah. You said that weird. Uh huh. You sounded, what do you mean? You know, piss play. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Arnold and a group of experts, I don't know who these quote-unquote experts are, but determine that Yellow Day takes place on the third week of June by the following equation. It's O plus N times S. I thought you were just going to say Blue Monday plus 180 days. <laughs> no. O plus N times S plus CPM. Uh, divided by T plus H-E. The last part looks like helium. (laughs) I don't fucking know. I'm not good at math or science. I don't know how to read these shits. Anyway, in this equation, O stands for being outdoors and enjoying outdoor activities. That's assuming you do. Uh, N is the connection with nature. S is socializing with neighbors and friends. CPM represents positive childhood memories, assuming you had them. And T is the average warm temperature. And H-E is the approach of the summer holidays. That I say, all right, calm down. That one seems dumber. The first one I actually, no, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, yeah. But the first one, at least, like, it seems like it was rooted in something. The second one assumes a lot about a person. Also, how happy do you really get at the 4th of July? Um, if you're my husband, weirdly happy, and I'm fascinated by that. You if don't you're get me, presents. No. I mean, you look at fireworks and you're like, cool. There's no nice. f- well, I'm sure there is some, but like, what's the first 4th of July movie that comes to your head? I can only think of Born on the 4th of July, which is apparently not as happy as Robin Williams would have you think. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of any. The Purge is the closest 4th of July movie I can think of. Um, You know, literally, just Aaron loves it, and it makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone else that loves it actively. I mean, the child loves it because fireworks. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I love it because that's when I get my barbecue on. Yeah, oh, I do love hot dogs. But, like... Oh, yeah. There's nothing about the 4th of July that gives you more permission to have a cookout or grill a hot dog. I will say no. I will say Memorial Day does, though. That's because it's the beginning of the season, though, right? 
I don't know. When's Memorial Day? I thought it was beginning of the season. Isn't that like the unofficial start of summer? Oh, yeah. It's in May. Yeah, I would say Memorial Day brings me joy because I know someone's going to give me a hot dog. I didn't mean to say it. So <laughs> that actually, I promise that came out naturally. <laughs> I did not put on that affectation. <laughs> okay. Accent, affectation, whatever. You know what I meant. Yeah. That's the end of it. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Thank you. Yes. Yep. Um, so get ready for next year's Blue Monday. Plan a cookout. You know what, guys? Don't listen to Marissa. <laughs> Don't plan a cookout. You make each day your own day. We at Y'all Heard give you permission to feel how you want to feel any day. <laughs> I was like, you permission to eat hot dogs whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Guys, I am so excited for Super Bowl because I'm going to buy a whole pack of little Smokies <laughs> and only two people live in this house. <laughs> and we're not inviting anyone over. And it's going to be awesome. I was in Wegmans and I was like, I think I'm going to make things in a blanket. And Aaron was like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, how are you not excited? And then I've just been thinking about it ever since. All little hot dogs I would eat. I would eat so many little hot dogs. I would eat a blanket. I will put some in a barbecue sauce. I don't know what else I'm going to do with them. But <laughs> I, suddenly, I suddenly don't even care about this episode anymore. I only care about <laughs> hot dogs. I suddenly just got so excited. Anyway. Any questions? Give me a minute. Maybe I'll do an episode about hot dogs. Did we do that yet? No. Okay, don't do that. I just want to talk about hot dogs at some point. Um, um, okay, no, I don't. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't a joke. <laughs> uh, any plugs? I won't plug Little Smokies. I think you already did. Yeah, okay. I just got an email, actually, that they sent us money because you talked about it so much. (laughs) I wish. Oh, man. How did I forget those? Y'all heard is brought to you by Lil Smokey. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. If I was a rapper. Personal testimonial. (laughs) Oh, I love these things. Guys, they're so good. I haven't had them for years. Years and years and years. Fuck, they're so good. Why is... The, Why is everyone not eating them all the time? The only, I shouldn't say the only, but the most pivotal reason that I started doing the holiday party back in the day is so that I could get pigs in a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Because crazy. if I got them by myself and I ended up eating them all, I knew that it would be like a ridiculous amount of like fat and calories and everything like that. When I was young, you know, when I still had a, when I still had a teenager's metabolism, I could fucking go ham on food and my father would buy my wonderful father would buy um frozen like fancy appetizers mm-hmm. that would have like a mix of like spinacopitas potato puffs pigs in a blanket spinach tarts and i would just like eat like 10 high-end appetizers <laughs> after school every so often <laughs> those are the best years of my life <laughs> And I, yep. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, 
plugs? Well, I wanted to plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. I wanted to plug my other podcast, The La Brea Purvea. Which, someone got um, a great review on iTunes, and it wasn't from someone we knew. Yeah, I got a I got a iTunes review from a stranger, and that felt a good. Better review than our show did. <laughs> um, La Brea is back on NBC. Uh, you can watch it the next day on Peacock, or you can procure it in a different way because Peacock has so many freaking commercials. And I don't know if you knew this, but if you're on Peacock and you go like you watch something before a commercial break. And then you come back from the commercial break and you try to go back. They make you watch all the commercials again. Yeah, that's fucked up. Anyway. Same thing with Hulu sometimes, I think. Um, so I wanted to plug that. And I also wanted to plug Michael Venos's, uh oh. Groundhog Day podcast. Every day is Groundhog Day. Is it out now? Except the days when it's not. It is out now. Okay, I'll have to give that a listen. In his first episode, his guest is his daughter, which is cute, and um, and he gives you the rundown of Groundhog Day so that you can hit the ground running. I, I just couldn't think of any other way to say it. That wasn't a joke. Shut up. I, Don't I hit the knew, groundhog running. I wish I knew he had a daughter because the packages that I sent for Christmas were so chaotic. Uh, <laughs> if I knew you had a... Well, no, I guess I didn't for Alex, but someone else had a child, so I tried to put something for their child. Uh, will I ever do packages again? I don't know, but if I do... Just a decapitated doll head in Alex's. <laughs> no, I, I think I might have forgotten to give you something for your child, but I gave Richard something for his child. Um, yeah, those are really bad. Also, oh, I do need to address this. Guys, if you got a package, Mike Dominic sent me a picture <laughs> and was like, you know, it's 2023, LOL. Uh, it's not that I didn't know what year it was when I made the cards, is that I made them a year prior and took a year to send them to you. But I still gave... Yeah, I, I sent people Valentine's Day cards from last year. Because mm-hmm. your package is not the same, obviously. So different people got different things, but a lot of people got Valentine's Day cards from 2022. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, guys, my plug is... Uh, if you're a fan of Nathan Fielder, or if you don't like Nathan Fielder, or if you don't know what to think about Nathan Fielder, I challenge you to watch The Curse, uh, a show starring Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone that for some reason shows Nathan Fielder's dick maybe three times and his butt one time. I don't think it's his real dick. I don't know, though. Um, there's some other guy. There are so many dicks in it. That's not why I'm... I'm just saying, like... Sure sounds this, like it. I'm trying to fight something. Like, I was just like, I don't sign up for Nathan Fielder to see penises. I'm not a prude, but, like, I go to Nathan Fielder for awkward social exchanges, not for dicks. So I was like, what the fuck is this show? And then it became... Mm, this might be too dramatic. I need to really sit back before I... I don't know what I put in the top ten, but it's definitely in the top twenty. Just pieces of media. It's crazy, guys. I love Marissa. I respect her opinion. If she tells me something is good, I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. Even the friggin' anime with the Toblerones in it. But <laughs> there's I there's something about this. I'm just like, I'm not interested at all. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm not pushing it on you. Yeah. Though I do just want to say, 
I understand. It took me so long. It took me a long time. I got Paramount Plus. I was like, I'm going to watch this. And then I was like, do I really want to watch this? The fact that I, I like him because you can't tell what's real and what's fake. So if he's acting, it's just all fake. But, oh, man. It's, it's, and I read uh, a thing today that had a dissenting opinion from you. It said uh, Nathan Fielder's The Curse was an amazing show. Until the season finale. <laughs> I that yeah, I can imagine it's very polarizing. The season finale tonally is so fucking unhinged compared to everything else. Like Alex said, I guess with Nathan for you, I've never seen the last episode. But yeah, um the last episode <laughs> was pretty fucked up. <laughs> anyway guys, uh if you have topics uh you'd like us to cover, call us at five seven oh podwad one. Yeah, uh, we also have something at yallheard.me where you can like fill out a little form if you're like, I want to be anonymous and give them something real crazy to do. All right. <laughs> where can they email us? You can email us at yallheardpod at gmail.com. And as always, you can slide into my DMs at Riss Vandal. Um, uh, a micro plug. If you go on my Instagram and click my link, I do have some writing projects I'm working on that may or may not be of interest to you. You're under no obligation to care about them, but you might like them. And um, on Patreon, I did a preview of the upcoming vampire kid movie called Abigail. Oh, God. I fucking stop. I hate movies where kids are the... Oh, fuck. So annoying. Do people like that? I hate when kids are the... I are am the- 99% convinced that this is just building off of Megan. Like the success of Megan. I can't bring myself to watch Megan. Did do you like Megan? It's not bad. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's not a good movie, but it's fun to watch. And it's really gory though, right? I don't recall. Maybe I'll watch it again and let you know. <laughs> if you do, let me know. I also what's his name? Uh, Ronnie Chen Chen? The guy from the Daily Show. Ronnie Chen? Do you know who I mean? Nope. haven't seen The Daily Show in a very, very long time. Oh, neither have I. Oh, I might be saying his last name wrong. Never mind. Forget what I said. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.